Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie. And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic and unapologetic. Hola, friends. We're back. And we've been chatting about, we had a podcast the other day about manifesting. Um, we had a guest on and she told us some of her favorite ways. Um, she focused a lot on vision boarding mm-hmm. and visualizing, yeah. like a meditation practice that she does with that. Um, and um, I briefly mentioned using crystals. And so we've just been chatting about it some more and we wanted to talk a, a more about it um, and ways that we really like to. Because I... I don't know about you, but I don't always use the same way. I'm no. not I'm not a one I have to resonate way to with work the with way energies. I'm using. Yeah. yeah. And depending on what it is I'm trying to call totally, in or shift totally. or change or whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um I get I get in my moony, witchy, vibey moods and I yeah. want to do certain things and I really really love to use fire as an element, but I do love um, fire. Thank yeah. you for mentioning that cuz I I forgot. Yes, I yeah. love burning shit. Yeah, I I do too. <laughs> so with your class, I was teaching um an energy class at her at your massage school the other day, mm-hmm. and we did we actually wrote and and I let them you know they could write out full sentences or just words or whatever, but they we did a little meditation. They wrote it out and then they tore it up into little pieces and we planted a seed. With the that in the soil, I didn't realize that you put that in the soil. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, so that's a that's a fun way to do it. I really like to work with the elements, right? Yeah. So the fire, the the earth, the soil. You know, mm-hmm. I've done things where we did a whole thing, and we uh, I, when I was on my trip in Guatemala, I went on this retreat, mm-hmm. and we were at this magical lake, Lake Atilan, and we wrote. Um, our intentions onto, it, there's a specific leaf of some plant there. We wrote it onto that leaf and then we wrapped that leaf around a stone mm-hmm. and um, threw it out into the lake, asking the lake to, you know, yeah, work her magic for us. I, th- so I feel was... like manifesting just has to be some combination of being somewhat specific and then doing some ceremony even brief around it yeah. right like you write on a leaf and then you throw the rock or you and it can be that brief mm-hmm. or you do something but the combination of like this the ceremony we think of ceremony i think is long yeah but i think ceremony can be super super short oh totally yeah totally yeah just an action an yeah. action with a what yeah. you want yeah yeah and sometimes so one of my favorite things to do is make crystal grids um, and you can Google that and get a million different ways. And a lot of people say you have to do it a certain way. There's, there's little, you could actually print out or buy, um, specific grids like in Metatron's cube and the flower of life and all these things and ways to set them up. Um, or you can just do your own thing, which is usually what I do, but yeah. I have done that before. I used a crystal grid to manifest my, um, when I was looking for, um, a van again for my mobile classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say within like 
two months. Like I had it all set up. I had a tray so I could move it around my house because yeah. I lived with other people. And but it was like a little mobile altar for me. Yeah. Um. And I I printed out pictures. I had it, like my um mission of my business and stuff and like just some key phrases and words written yeah. out. And then um, I had the crystals set up around it and on certain pictures and certain things. And I had, you, I picked certain, I can't remember what I did, but like which crystals I used. But uh, to me, quartz is like all out. Like it's, it's a nice, clear, strong energy to call in or to send away. Right. Um, and I love using like the, the pointed ones because the energy is literally coming to a point, right? So for example, the other day I just set one up for, I'm, I'm just struggling in uh, 3D money issues. And so I was like, <laughs> I need to get out of this mindset. And so I just said, I have a little like prosperity altar, mm-hmm. um, but it had been sort of shoved around by the cat. <laughs> some, you know, some things that happened. So I moved into another room where it wasn't, I wasn't even seeing it because it was up on a shelf. And I was like, "Mm, I guess maybe that's not working for me because I don't see it. Right. Um, But I was trying to keep it away from the cat. (laughs) And then anyway, so I brought it out yesterday, the day before or something like that. And I like cleared and cleansed everything. I set set all the crystals in the moon again. um, Palo Santo them. You can use like rice or salt, things like that to clear your crystals too. Um, But and then I set it all up again. And I, I used some different crystals. And what I did with the, back to the points on the crystals, I, the points are pointing in because I'm trying to call that abundance and prosperity into me. Right. Right. Um, and I have like one of those laughing Buddhas, like the prosperity Buddhas sitting in the middle of it. It's on this little circle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of my, and now it's sitting out and I'm like, the cat's just going to stay away from it. Uh, she has plenty yeah. of other choice. Um, I'll throw a different crystal at her. And if she knocks it over, whatever, she knocks it over. But I also like, I like it to be in, in sight. Like I make these little mini altars, crystal grids, whatever, and have them like where I can see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to be interacting with them, but I, it, it, it at least is in my, my field of vision somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just like a vision board would need to be. What's the point if you did it and then put it in a corner of a room where you're never going to see it, right? Yeah, I think that's a big part of Yeah. I mean, we're more talking about crystal grids right now, which we could keep talking about, but it's like you have to, whatever you're using. Yeah. Seeing it. Yeah. Whether it's a crystal grid or an altar. Yeah. It, you know, or whatever, or a vision board. Yeah. Is seeing it is important. And when I, when I, that one in particular, because I was like, oh God, I'm broke. And I don't like to go into that I'm broke mindset right. at all. Cause I'm not fucking more than fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I pull myself into that lower vibration and then I'm like, no, I need reminders. So when I'm building it, I'm using, I'm yeah. in the gratitude state, right? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't create those things from the lack state at all. Like right. I had to sit myself down and be like, write yourself a damn gratitude list. What are the things that you have? Look all around you. Like, and I, you know, pull yep. myself up out of that before I even right. go into that. So that's a way to shift the energy right there and call in things. And I didn't have anything specific. I just wanted my energy state. And if I had something specific, I would have built it around that. Like I wanted to purchase something or I wanted money for a specific thing. No, I just want that feeling of flow again. Right. 
So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's one of my favorite ways is to use, I have crystals all over my house and I just have little altars set all over the place, you know, but, um, and I'm constantly changing them. So I don't clear them out as much as I should. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little bit dusty, but then that's just a reminder. Like I will clean my house because my little altars get dusty before just because it's dusty. Because it's time to But clean. I'm like, oh, like yeah. the Nomi has dust on him. And I'm like, oh, I need to clean. <laughs> um, because that's an energy too, right? right? Like that means something sat for too long and I haven't paid attention to it, right? Um, so that's one of my favorite ways to manifest. And sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes it's an instantaneous thing. Um, I don't know, like the working with the moon. Yeah. The fire. Working with the moon What's is your, nice. Fire What are your favorite nice. ones? Well, I wanted to, one thing you said in there that I think is a, kind of, I was thinking is a foundation of all manifesting is from a place of calling something in rather than a place of, I mean, you can get rid of something. I don't want to say that, but a, a, a place of abundance, not lack, or a place of gratitude, not anger, mm-hmm. or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where if you're in a place of saying, I need to, um, maybe what you're manifesting is that you're repelling a bad neighbor. Okay? So that mm-hmm. seems negative, but you could switch it around by calling in peace for the neighbor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like and you had to do that in your old that, Right. That's why I brought it up. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, I just want this neighbor to go away. And then you were the one that was like, or call in peace in general, because that's really the goal. And so right. sometimes switching up and um, not that you can't do, I mean, you, we can get into whole discussion about dark magic or whatever, right. but not that you can't do that. But I think there's something about manifesting is being like, what is, if you're calling in a feeling, you usually don't want to put energy into a negative feeling, I think. So mm-hmm. when you said that, like, well, I better make, like if you said, I better make an altar because I'm broke, that is not right. going to do it. Yeah, You have to be like, I'm making this altar to call in the flow of money yeah. that I expect. Yeah. Right? right? Right. So anyway, that was just a side note. But yeah. I like burning. And I one of I my favorite things, stuff. I do like burning shit. One of my favorite things that I, one of my go-tos is writing thing on bay leaves mm. and yeah. burning them. I like to write, I like to set up a little teeny altar and I like to um, write what I'm, calling in on a bay leaf and I like to burn that bay leaf and then I like to take the ashes of that bay leaf and I spread it somewhere just to or set it free into the wind or something like that Mm -hmm. occasionally I'll keep the ashes and then like I have this one little jar and it's got a bunch of ashes in it from a bay leaf with a little crystal in it and a feather that I found and it um so I did keep that but Mm -hmm. usually I tend to I'm just realizing as we're talking about this that I all of my manifestation stuff are quite temporary. I like that. Because it's energy. It's shifting, right? right. You're sending it out to right. nature, the universe, whatever. Yeah. Um, I When I do burning stuff, I like to, like, I, I just had this total flashback of when I first moved here. We were work. I was in my earth magic class, and we were mm. working on candle magic. Yeah. Um, and the, the neighbor kids... Um, were over and they were helping. They constantly were at my house, like helping me on pat. Oh, what else? I was like the new person, right? You know, so they were like, "What do you have? What's going on over here?" And I had set up this little candle grid um, that I was going to work on, and they and it was right when COVID first hit, and everything was just like chaos and fear, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, "Oh, I I told them I said I'm just." 
you know, these are like prayer candles. Yeah. I was speaking their language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and they were like, oh, oh, can we do this? And they wanted to do it. And I was like, sure, let's, let's, what do you want prayers to be? And they were talking about COVID and they were, mm. they were scared because that's all their parents were yeah, talking yeah, about, you know? Sure. And so I was like, oh yeah, how about we ask for, you know, calm and peace and healing energy and da, da, da. And we wrote the word peace on the candle, like carved it and they loved right. carving it in. And then we, you know, so it wasn't like anything. I just, it was more for them than anything right. just to get rid of their fear. Right. And then we lit the candle and we had short little taper candles and mm-hmm. we lit the candles and we watched them burn down. And as they were burned, they, I was, we were talking about their smoke, sending their prayers up to the heavens and um, um candle magic i do like the thing i like about candle magic we've done it once or twice and then i ha- i've done it a few times myself is lighting a candle and watching the whole thing burn yeah. that's a meditation yeah. right exactly and you're not these little candles they're they're not what do you think they're an hour Maybe. But if it's you like, have a It's lit, like I use the short little the short ones, ones. So, so I'm not like right, sitting there forever. dedicated but to too long. Or like a tea light. Even if you just have it yeah. lit in the room you're in mm-hmm. and you're walking around, every time you look over and you see it lit, yeah. it's recalling to you. And so I do love candle magic yeah. for me. I love to do that. Too. And also like with a bigger candle, just making it like ritualistic, yes. like where you are lighting it every day or every yes. every morning for an hour or whatever, you know, every night. Yeah, when you're settling down or just during your meditation time, whatever it is, you know? Well, I think manifesting too is a, um, it's a, it's a proactive thing, right? You can't sit down and be like, I want to manifest a million dollars and never think about it again. Right. You need to be, it, you need that energy flow to keep going and you have to move that energy flow all the time. So if you only think about it once and then you're like, why didn't that happen? You, you weren't continually calling it in and calling it yeah. in and calling it in. And I think that's, we forget about that with manifestation. We're like, oh, well, I put it on a vision board that I put in a closet and it never happened. Totally. Well. Yeah. Well, and yeah. in regards to that too, like, I think that it is like, I mean, I sit here and talk about witchy stuff, right? But right. it, and then but with it, I, I speak the language of many, right? right? So with those kids, it was prayer, right? Sure. You, it's. It's whatever you need it to be, right? right. And so um, there's no, but there is one universal. <laughs> well, maybe, I'm not going to say everybody has experienced this, but it's energy within our body, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And well, so, that's my favorite way of manifesting. <laughs> so my, what I like to call it is masturbating to manifest. And it's an orgasm. It's moving the energy through your body. And I learned this a couple of different ways. What I started, it started when I was doing, and well, I'm not going to say she was teaching me this in my yoga teacher training, but the practices from yoga translated and I was like, oh, that's what we do in the yoga practice. And now in this practice, I understand it and I know what to do, right? right. And so to just... I mean, well, I'll go into detail on that in a second, but to just briefly say that an orgasm is an explosion of energy that you can use to manifest things, yeah. to create, right. is I think an we're really tied to orgasm <laughs> as um, a product of sex. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a byproduct of sex. Yeah. And we don't think of orgasm as, like, first of all, a, a solo thing. 
a thing for right. ourselves. And we don't think of it as a tool to do other things. Right. Like, and we, we were talking about something else is different things that orgasms do. Mm-hmm. And one of them is, is manifesting through, through yeah. orgasm. But, um, orgasm moves stagnant energy. Right. Okay. We yeah. know that. Um, so it's really in that sense, it's healing for your body. Oh, it's totally like, healing. yeah, you're super stuff. healing for your body. Right. And not, and the, uh, well, I'll talk in a minute about different ways of orgasming, but yeah. or different places in your body, I guess. Yeah. And um, I think when you're, co- well, we'll get back to manifestation yeah. and I want you to talk about that part too, but we're talking about manifesting as moving energy. Yeah. And the most energy you can do, you can create from your own mm-hmm. body yep. with an intent that isn't, it's, it, and everybody's learned this differently, but the idea of like, who's the orgasm for? And you're like, well, make it about you. Yeah. Right. And then what's it for? So moving stagnant energy, um, orgasm to reconnect to your body and ground back to center, mm-hmm. which so many of us are not embodied. So, right. Well, I mean, I mean, how are you listening right now and being like, what? Yeah. That's part of embodying yeah. this. You, you can create energy right from your womb space and yeah. this is it, right? Um, as a spiritual practice, orgasm as a spiritual practice, and then orgasm to manifest dreams. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're talking yeah. about. So get into the specifics you were going to say. So I'm, I'm just going to make it linear, but for me, it wasn't this obvious at first but or i'm gonna make it non-linear it all of this was linear okay (laughs) but i didn't know what was happening at the time i guess but i remember hearing this i don't remember if it's podcast or whatever i was listening to something um and this woman was talking about um manifested masturbating to manifest and i was like what what is that let me let me know more and so i kept listening to her and she said that she was talking about moving the energy through her body and all this stuff and the different ways of doing that, which I'll backtrack to in a second. But she said that when she, even, even when she's with her partner, you, she uses that energy to manifest. Mm-hmm. And so she said, he thinks I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. But really I'm not. Oh yeah. him. I'm oh yeahing all of the fabulous things I'm manifesting. Like when I get to that point in my body and I feel it, then I tune into what I want to create out right. of whether it's an offering you're giving to the world or you need a new car or whatever. Right. Like tuning into that. And yes, he's enjoying it, she's enjoying it on a whole different plane on a physical level, but it now becomes this energetic, like, um, creation. Well, you said before. And and if you're with a partner and you're both working on it together, like, imagine how powerful that would be. I have yet to experience that. (laughs) Um, However, I have done what she has said, and and it doesn't have to be a male and a female, because this covers any, any way that you orgasm. I have experienced it alone. I have experienced it with the earth. Um, I used to go out to the woods just to recharge a lot. And then I remember my um, one time I was doing a breath work thing, which I'll, that's what I'll tell you about in a second. Um, 
and just pulling this energy up through my body. And I was like, straight had an orgasm from that. And I was telling my friend about it. I was my roommate at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so then every time I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the trees today. And he's like, are you going to go have sex with the trees again? And I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. I'm good. So then yes, just turned into that. I'm going to have sex with the trees today. He's like, okay, have fun. <laughs> but well, um, so there's many different ways that you can experience it. But so then take that back. I, I took, I had a yoga training a few years back and then after that I did a bunch of other different yoga trainings as well and one of them was a tantra class and everyone thinks like oh tantra tantra is all about the crazy sex energy oh crazy sex posture all that it wasn't this and the woman I was like I don't have a partner I'm not going to take this right now she's like if you wait for a partner you're never going to take this and Mm. I was like oh what is she saying? I'm never going to have a partner. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm saying you can have a partner, but they may not be vested. Right. So if you wait for a partner, you are not going to take this class. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're right. Okay. So, and she was right. It's really about moving energy. Right. right. And so it's about tuning into, um, and we could do like a day long workshop on this. We could do a week long workshop on this, but um, first of all, tuning into pleasure. Like so many of us don't, we're, we could go down. Oh, there's this so whole, many things. There's so yeah. many things yeah. that we're, we don't allow ourselves, right? Like just the pleasure of enjoying a certain food or, you know, the pleasure of laying in the sun or whatever, those little types of pleasures. Um, but then bodily pleasures as well. Right. Um, and that's just, a whole shame spiral with that. There's a whole societal pressure, right. you know, uh, degrading with that. But just know that it's about pleasure and you being okay with pleasure. Yeah. And then um, using, like, tuning into that energy. And I would have never been able to take this Tantra class without ever have experienced these other yoga things as well. So I'll back up to that. Um, in... My regular 200-hour yoga teacher training, we learned about bandhas. And bandha means lock, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, when you're teaching, um, like, mountain pose, you have um, pada bandha, which is the foot lock, right? So certain parts of your feet connecting with the ground and, you know, really Mm -hmm. locking you in to keep the steadiness. Hasta bandha, like the bandhas, uh, is your hands, right? So when you're doing downward dog or things like that, like certain parts of your hand. I thought you really... said pasta bandha, and oh. I was like, that sounds delicious. Okay. Hasta bandha. And then there's these uh, within, like, within your body, but also working with your chakra system, right? right? And so there's three of them. And the first one is the mula bandha, which is your root, right? So it's your pelvic area. Okay. So you... you you can, it, we learned it associated with breath work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you do a little bit of movement and then you are, it's like doing a Kegel oh, yeah, or like yeah. holding in when you have to pee really bad or, you know, you're like you're, it's, you're not supposed, there's certain muscles you're not supposed to constrict, but it's very difficult not to, right? So if you are constricting all of them, that's okay. Like, you know, like you, you have to really, really be practicing this for like consistently to not engage all of these muscles. But, um, you know, like pulling up, like the, it's pulling up the perineum, which is right in between your anus and your 
other sexual organs. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, right? Um, but, but you're not supposed to contract the anus. What, but when you pull up, you almost automatically yeah, it's do hard, that. It's like, hard, it's hard not, not to. to. Yeah. You can get there and not do that and really isolate things. But all of those muscles <laughs> I'm are connected. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, every time I say it, I, I know every time I, while you're you talking, know, I'm like, wait, am I doing that? <laughs> And I do that. But you know, being right, right. a massage therapist, right. that every fucking muscle, I mean, just with fascia oh, yeah. alone, every muscle is connected. So yeah, yeah. really it's focusing in that general area, pulling everything in and up, right? Right. right. And then you hold your breath, right? right? So there's like a breath work thing that you do with it, right? So that's just, that's the root. So so you're doing, I cannot remember, Ananda, it's Ananda something, breath, and you do this two-part breath and you work through the chakras and stuff. And it is, it's legit mind-blowing. And I've had breath work orgasms as well. Like blown straight up out into the cosmos. But, um, so anyway, so we start with the Mula Banda, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then you come up into the Uriana Banda, which it, Uriana means to or to rise. So you're really pulling that energy up and now you're up into like the solar plexus, into your abdomen area, mm-hmm. right? And that you're rising the energy yeah. now up from the root, mm-hmm. through the sacral, up into that solar plexus area. And then you hold there, you lock there. So now mm-hmm. you're locking the, <laughs> the root <laughs> and the solar plexus. Are you doing it right now? I'm like trying. We should do like a workshop and then I'm on like, this. Wait, I, am I, you can't not. What am I, am I, I mean, my, we're not even sitting up straight. We're not even so sitting imagine up straight, if you were like you doing all this, right? I'm like, wait, is all yeah. that locked in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you pull that up through the the next round. You pull right. up through the heart and into the throat area. Right. And it's uh, that's an awkward. You have to be like sitting up straight for all of this to right. really be like yeah. you know practicing it. But and then you sort of like bring the chin in and down a little bit, and then you're locking the energy up into the throat area. So now you've root, udianda or the mula, the root udianda like that up into the center of your body, and then you're pulling up into the throat and locking all three of them. Yeah. Right. So now imagine you've done some breath work. You're moving right. energy, moving energy, moving energy, and pulling it up, 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 up. Now it's locked into all three. So what do we have left? Ahead. To like move into yeah. the third eye the and the crown yeah, and yeah. let it explode out, right. right? That's just breath work. Right. So imagine doing that while masturbating. Well, and while the- pleasuring yourself, while having yeah. sex with someone else. Well, it doesn't matter. And right. now it's a little bit different because you're not just sitting up in this like spine straight meditative state all the time, right? When yeah. you're doing these sorts of things. But once you are practicing it in that state, then when you're doing it in other physical states, then it's much easier and like you just feel it. So I have had orgasms by myself or with others where it's all just down in in my pelvic area. Like it's like it's like like a male. So Mm -hmm. this is for men too, not just for women. Right. Same thing. Like, they can have an orgasm without ejaculating. Right. We can, too. Right. Right? Um, so it, we're not spurting energy out. Right. We're channeling we're it. We're pulling it up. Right. To, you know, to connect to whatever your divine is. Right? Yeah. Um, and I will say, even without... The breathwork knowledge certainly helps. But even yeah. just 
as somebody that hasn't done yoga mm-hmm. training, you, I know from my own personal experience that you can concentrate, you not concentrate, That's it, it, that sounds too focused, but during orgasm, you can feel, you can decide to pull that energy up rather than leave it down yes. there, right? You don't right. have to know. Exactly. You don't have to know great, all of that. But, you but yeah, I'm just giving like your, a totally, background on what totally. you're actually doing, whether you know it or not. Whether That's you know what's not, happening. But you can do it yourself. You can say that it, you can be there and you can be pursuing your own orgasm. And then during orgasm, pull that mm-hmm. energy up and out the top. Yep. Because you're creating the energy, therefore you can direct the uh-huh. energy. And I do think we leave it, one, we do leave it mostly in our pelvis, usually. But a lot of times, like you're saying, with ejaculation, we get rid of it. Yeah. We get rid yeah. of it. And that's it's a little bit like the point on the crystal. Are we pulling it in? Yeah. Or are we sending it out? Exactly. And when we pull it in to move our own stagnant energy, to do our own manifestation, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, that's masturbating to manifest. I think it's great. And, yeah. you know, we, we were talking about this. I was talking about this, actually, and, with And my you know students. what? You can still, just so, to keep it clear, you don't have to be pulling it up to no, manifest. No, no, just enjoy you it. Can, you can have just a pelvic area completely those type of orgasms as well and still be using that energy to manifest and, oh yeah yeah um, this is just but saying, this is just yeah. like i mean pulling it through your entire system and so now can you imagine too how like it is um moving the stagnant energy yeah, yeah. right yeah and you can see how it's like reconnecting us to our body like we're feeling I and mean, yes. that's a whole body orgasm right and um, if you're just playing with it if you think of it as playing like i'm going to play with this energy that i can create and i'm going to learn how to play with it rather than having it be like you said earlier in a shame spiral or in a in a place where it only can be with a partner or mm-hmm. only a byproduct of sex but if you just start playing with orgasm at so you were just saying it like to move stagnant energy to ground back to our bodies yeah to um as a spiritual practice to manifest dreams like you can just play with it. Yeah. And it's fun. It's not like, like, yeah. It's a type of play that ends in enjoyment, mm-hmm. no matter how you move that energy. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it is interesting to me. I've known women, like, I definitely, we can talk like this, but I've known women that could not, that, and I know someone's listening, that could not conceive of this idea as like, oh, in, in addition to my other rituals, my other ceremonies of calling things in, mm-hmm. and say what you said about, um, you said this before, not in this podcast, where if you think about female reproduction, if you think about we create life, life yeah. creates from yeah. here. So if you're going to manifest Your cervix is a portal. Right. right. It's a FYI. Portal. I just did a whole post on my Instagram and Facebook too about cervix, like just on a physical level. Like, do you, have you ever seen yours? Have you, right. because we that's how disconnected women are from their bodies like we right. don't we don't get to see our magic portal because it's <laughs> up inside us right we don't even most people don't even look at the outer part of right. their their vaginal area Other the entire do. The, your right. your yoni is that entire thing your whole right. womb space all of that right and so and and it's all about creation it right. and literally like your cervix is like a little donut bulb with a little hole that opens and closes you know like people give birth out of it for right. god's sakes it's like a that's portal. it's a fucking <laughs> portal you know but we also 
bring energy into it. So then we could go off on a whole thing but about like, s- watch out what you're inviting watch in. Watch out what you're inviting <laughs> in. Right. But when or you who you're that, inviting when we in. When we were talking about that, we were talking about a few months ago, but it's such, if you want to create something, why wouldn't you go to the source of creation? Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. We're like, I want to manifest something, so I'm going to make a vision board or I'm going to do this. Those are all great. But if you are like... Now stare at that vision board and do this. Stare at that. <laughs> and... Oh my God. Light a candle, make a vision board, and then... And then masturbate. Masturbate. Yeah. You, and the that reason that I really like to say it, that it's... I prefer the masturbation or the self method mm-hmm. um, is because when you're with another partner, mm-hmm. you're, their energy is involved. Right. You know, whether they're conscious of what you're trying to manifest or not. Right. Um, if they are, if they're on board with it and you're doing it together, game on. Right. Well, sure. I'm going to okay. say 99% of the time, not probably happening. <laughs> you know, like none of us are matched up that well yet. So if you are, good, good for, for you. you. Don't tell us. <laughs> um, if no, not, practice this alone. Right, right. Um, and, and that goes for males too. Like I feel like I can talk ad nauseum about females, right? But males too. Like, And I know that it is much more challenging for them to not expend the energy right. and the life. It's life force. That's what it is. It is and force, we're yeah. spitting it out or we're pulling it up and in. It's essentially what's happening. Yes. So for males, it's much more challenging. This is a more challenging practice. Right. However, if they are working on the breath and the knowing about those bandhas, those locks, those energy mm-hmm. pulling, how to pull the energy up, because for them, that's not as easy, right? It, we're receiving, right, right? Right. As women, as females, we receive the energy into right. our vagina and up into our body, right? right. And they're giving out right so for them it's more challenging right but it's absolutely possible and conceivable and doable whatever word you want to choose um they just have to focus a little harder (laughs) you know which is and then they can once they've done that and then they can move back and forth then it's and and they're not losing anything that's a whole it's just a whole different experience yeah you know i have um and since we're talking about orgasms, like you can, an orgasm can be like, I know a lot of people like to have like their arms rubbed or, you know, tickled, you know, people like when they're going to sleep, like, you know, your mom (laughs) maybe used to like pet your hair when you would snuggle or something. I, I hate it, but, but that's a pleasurable thing for some people. Right. 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 And that's a type of, physical orgasm right because it's bringing you so much pleasure that it's like soothing you yeah um eating amazing things oh eating is oh no, my god I'm i have mouthgasms you. all the time you know, i've had from, ma- mouthgasms from food. all the time but i have like, had physical like it i mean i i have been turned on by food and i'm not yeah. joking like i absolutely food is my definitely an erotic tool for me so whatever whatever it is but yeah. food is right up there yeah um, definitely so there's many yeah. many ways yeah. to <laughs> that was <sweet>. to have <laughs> pleasure that's the whole point of that right we, yeah. food the earth and I'm you know what we could that. go on for hours yeah, yeah. about how many different ways there are to masturbate too how many you like 
You got to figure that out on your own. You got to figure that out. You got to find it. You can. You don't need tools. You can have tools. There's whatever. Whatever. You know. There's plenty of toys that work on energy as well. (laughs) And work. It's your vibe. Yeah. 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 I have lots of vibes. Mm -hmm. Um. So I bring this full circle around to manifestation. When we're talking about manifestation, is moving energy. And we're talking about there's many different ways to do it. And there's and and that's when you're trying to manifest anything, move the energy. But when you really want to get down to like big energy movement, get that orgasm in there. Mm-hmm. That's masturbate. It. Masturbate, masturbate people. To do manifest. it. Well, I think that wraps it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got something to go do here. Yeah. <laughs> um, c- coming soon. Breath work <laughs> breath workshop. <laughs> Well, I didn't even mean to do that. (laughs) Um, Coming soon, a breath workshop (laughs) guiding you through the the bandas. Um, It may or may not happen. I love that their circle. (laughs) Their breath work circles that we used to do, and they're incredible. Not always was I like, oh, I'm having, but the energy movement is insane. It's awesome. Okay. When you focus on this. <laughs> All right, Annie's going to be in hysterics over here, and I'm going to press stop. Bye. We'll see you later. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie, and my handle is Eclectic Tomato, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, Tomato. 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 And I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Um, And then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T. J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Um, I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, a famous soccer player oh, comes up. Okay. It's not me. Also, um, we want you to subscribe. Yes. So please subscribe um, on uh, we're on it, Spotify, it, yeah. whatever whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us, and then we are calling in some five star reviews. So if you feel like this is five star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be um, available to more people. Um, but we only want five stars, so if you're not feeling five stars, just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you, we're or not keep change. it to yourself. Right. Just kidding. We do care, but we don't. Right. And also, um, you could share us with your friends. Yes. Yes. If this is something that really resonated and you're like, this friend needs to hear it too, share it with them. That's right. All right. Peace out.